As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Win Big Podcast, episode 24. I'm your host, Katie Gowdy, and I'm here today with Kim Wilson, personal trainer and founder of the Athena Army. Kim and I talked about choosing not to use Twitter and TikTok, saving for your tax bill, and what it's like to run a purpose-driven business with a community that builds itself. As always, you can find Kim's details and everything we referenced in the show notes at thewin.co slash podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by the All In Win Marketing Method. I've been working hard at updating my signature course for 2020 and the next cohort is open for registration, but just for a couple more days. If you're an ambitious, purpose-driven business owner and you want to improve your marketing, this course is for you. To find out more, head to thewin.co slash allinwin for all the details. Well, hi, Kim. Welcome to the studio. Hello. How are I'm good. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Would good. you like to introduce yourself to all of our lovely listeners? Yes. So I am Kim Wilson. Um, I'm the owner of Athena Personal Training. Um, I work out of Elysium Edinburgh. Um, I'm meant to say my Instagram handles now. If you like to, <laughs> whenever you like. Um, so... Kim underscore Athena PT or mm -hmm. Athena underscore Army underscore Edinburgh. Awesome. Um, we'll so have yeah. them in the show notes as well. Okay. So people can go and look them up. Awesome. Cool. And how long have you been uh, leading the Athena Army? I started a business in 2017. Um, before that, I was working in the fitness industry for about three years. So officially started Athena Personal Training in 2017. Cool. Yeah. And how, how is it? It's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's growing like it's grown exponentially over like the past year. And I think it's more it's almost like the ball just started rolling a little bit more. So it's something that I was kind of building up obviously over the years and I knew what I wanted to do with it. Um, especially when I got into powerlifting myself, really wanted to take it that direction a little bit more. Um, and then yeah, it just, it just became a thing when I started doing the Athena meets more than anything. Um, for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what they are. So powerlifting meet um, would be a powerlifting competition as such. Um, and I host mock meets so people can try them out. Um, they've been primarily female and that's kind of where I think the whole, the whole female Athena army, the whole backing of that kind of started. 
um, even though I do have some Athena men. Excellent. Who I coach as well, but they awesome. just haven't done the Athena meet yet. One guy is on the Athena meet so far, but there will be more men in the future. That yes. is that is the goal. We'll get them in. Yes. We'll bribe them with Mars bars or something. I think that will work. Because you know, <laughs> Athena and then Mars is like, yeah, also a god of war. However, however, are we now talking Greek and Roman? We are, yes. Because ah, Venus would be... A little bit. Oh, no, that's different. I'm trying to think the... I know this. The the Roman equivalent the of Roman Athena. The Roman equivalent of Athena, yes. I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, I can't remember now. I don't know. I studied classics for two oh, years at I university and I can't remember either. I knew it. We'll put it in the show notes. Well, please, It'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> It'll probably we'll pop Google up into my head. I'll probably just shout out randomly and I'll be like, <laughs> it was that and I remember now. But Perfect. yeah, I don't remember it right now. <laughs> okay, so so the Athena meet is a, is a powerlifting competition. Yes. Often for people who've never competed in powerlifting before. Yeah. Just want to have a go. Yeah. And what is different about an Athena meet compared to, for example, a sort of official Scottish powerlifting meet? Um, it tends to be a little bit less less pressured as such. So people can try it out um, if they haven't really done it before. Obviously, there are certain rules that you would stick to similar to a regular powerlifting meet. So I try and prep everyone in advance and let them know about like the, the commands, sort of certain commands you have to stick to, as you know. I do. Um, and you have, for example, a minute on the platform and all these little things that will just keep in place however we won't be as rigid with them as such so that if something goes wrong we can just you know say okay remember your command next time so it all depends on the person if they are if they're literally doing it for a competition that they're doing within a few months mm -hmm. and then I'll be like try and get everything right this time because you don't necessarily want to want to get any bad habits for the for the actual competition um but the previous one um that I hosted we had Scottish powerlifting refs at the Athena meet so that did make it a little bit more official so it's it's pretty much the same only a little bit more on the down low cool so like a just a, a more relaxed version more relaxed usually and in people's home or Elysium is most of the people that came in their home gym however there are some people that came from like pure gym um from Dunfermline I don't know what gym that would have been like but a few different gyms and stuff like that yeah I came yeah. all the way along the road from Swanfield Yes, in the cast iron you gym. did. And Shout I was so happy Mark. to have you there. Shout out, Mark. Thank you very much for the amazing seven. lifter. That was <laughs> my meet. It was fun. <laughs> it was loads of fun. He had his own meet the he same day. He did so day. well. Um, oh, thank you. You did. Yeah. We're not here to talk about my amazing powerlifting skills. It's fine. But, you know, I think it is relevant. <laughs> very relevant. So tell me about the kind of people, obviously you mentioned there's a lot of women. Yes. But who are your target customers for Athena? I think anyone that's wanting to become physically and potentially mentally stronger. Um, so this is kind of why I started coaching people or why I wanted to become a coach. Um, I felt that I could find a lot of strength mentally in becoming physically stronger. So in you know, gym training, that's kind of how I started creating this passion for strength, really. I kind of just stumbled into it I kind of I started going to the gym just because I wanted to look a bit better get a bit more toned lose some weight like everyone else mm -hmm. and then I realized oh I only really like lifting heavy shit and then I was like oh maybe I should maybe I should do this more often and then that kind of rolled into oh powerlifting's a thing oh I wonder what that is and then eventually when I got into it I started to notice that the stronger I got physically the stronger I felt mentally and it was almost like um and I say this quite often to my clients 
when I try and explain it, but I feel like lifting to me is a physical representation of mentally overcoming myself. Does that make sense? That does. That's cool. So having that experience with it myself, I felt like that's exactly what I want to teach other people because I knew there were many people out there that needed a physical outlet for whatever's going on in their life or in their heads or whatever. And it's a perfect, it's a perfect way of doing it. Like it, it's mindfulness. Like you're in the moment, you're physically in the moment, you can get energy into it. And anyone that's looking to physically and mentally make themselves feel better, I would say strength training could be for you. But it just so happens that primarily female or female people to female people females <laughs> primarily females ladies um tend to take on personal training more so than men um i don't know the exact statistics um, but i also think that people tend to go for a coach that they um identify with so i think maybe that's why a lot of females who want to get into powerlifting so happen to come to me and that's just why the athena army has become such a female dominated thing yeah, I think that's kind of how it came about. Yeah, and I I know from from being within the powerlifting community that there's um, there are people in the community, mostly blokes, perhaps unsurprisingly, hmm. who who don't get why you're doing things the way that you're doing. Yes. So, do you ever find, particularly because strength sports are so male dominated, mm. is there ever anything that you have to deal with that's maybe different than a male PT might have to? Or, um, yeah, how does that affect your experience? Are we talking about just from outlookers looking in, or yeah, like as a coach? Probably mostly. Um, um, let's not get too much of the you know powerlifting community drama yeah yeah, yeah. okay podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't need that but no to be honest i try and stay out of that as much as i can because i'm doing my own thing and i'm helping people and that's what i'm focused on i don't really know or care what's happening around that um that's just what i, I focus on the people that i need to focus on and the rest is just noise yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's um, i think that's really important people can get hung up on opinions and mm. you know well what will so and so think and I'm like is so and so your ideal customer yes and if they're not then their opinion probably doesn't matter very much yeah especially when it comes to marketing choices you know how your products and services you know how you structure the meat how you um oh your uh video yes that you did um the mini with, film with, yes yes I love it yeah you loved I it I watched it again this morning and oh, I was I'm like, so oh, glad so you good. loved it tell us about <laughs> the process so yes. what is the film okay and how did it come about so um it all started um when I gained a new client Jodie Mann mm-hmm. um so she joined the gym and um she became one of my clients very quickly she wanted to get stronger and that's what we focused on um she's also an amazing photographer and she was kind of dabbling with getting into directing so she's got lots of friends up in different places um and her flatmate tends to be a cinematographer I think the correct term is for his job the guy with the camera the guy with the camera yeah so he's a guy with the camera she's a girl with the ideas so together they were like dream team amazing so um somehow we got on the topic of of doing potentially like a promo video for me um and I was like yeah I think it'd be quite good especially for like my website or something like that um and from that it then kind of snowballed and she was saying, how would you feel about doing like a mini film? And I love that idea because I don't, 
I didn't want to make it the cliche promo of like, you know, person in the gym and it's just like, oh, oh, I love training with Kim because of this. Come and train with Kim. I didn't really want that because it it wouldn't have shown the message that I wanted to put out. Then the message was more important to me than promoting me, if that makes sense. Um, so I love the idea because it meant it meant I could make it more of a an inclusive thing. Like some of my girls got involved, so we have eight girls and me in the video all together. Um, and then it kind of just grew arms and legs. So Jody had this great idea of getting voiceovers instead of having people speak to the camera, um, which again was fantastic as it meant that nobody had to be afraid of actually you know, looking at the camera and like doing a hundred takes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so she was like, you know, just come to my flat. We'll do it in a really quiet setting and we'll just, we'll just, I'll just ask you a couple of questions. This is with everyone um about how you feel training um in the athena army um and training with kim and why you train with kim and why uh, what it does for you and everyone just came out with so many personal details which was lovely it was lovely that they were willing to share that um a lot of it about mental health and eating disorders um and low self-esteem and how that helps them or how the gym helps them um overcome that so again the whole pattern of physical strength training community and then overcoming something I was like oh this is absolutely perfect and I'm so glad that they got that out of what I was trying to put out because that was a whole idea all along from when I wanted to become a coach um so everything kind of just came together and then we just done a day of filming which was really fun just messing about we had some makeup artists come in as well even though absolutely hated my makeup so I feel like I look really odd in <laughs> most I think of the you shots look lovely. but <laughs> apart from that um it was absolutely perfect and it was really nice to see even on camera you can kind of you can really catch the glimpses of like the girls together training together you know and just that the interaction in the gym and how much they enjoy it and it's a it's a part of them now you know it's what they do it's just it's become from a hobby it's just like oh, it's just something I do. It's just a part of my life now. Yeah. Which I guess is the best change you can make in your life when you pick up something yeah. like a sport. If it becomes a part of you, you're doing something right. Yeah. So that community spirit that you have amongst your clients, is yes. that something that you um, like actively foster? Are they in kind of group coaching sessions or do you have like a collective Facebook group or something like that to kind of... So it all started... Um, with a WhatsApp group. So I, obviously I was coaching all these different people and I thought, how can I bring them all together? And I don't know why I thought of that. I just thought it'd be quite important. Um, and it's proven to be really important because it's it's grown what it's become now. Um, but I started as a simple WhatsApp group um, maybe about two years ago. Um, and I just kept adding people into it. And I was like, you know, guys, if you have any training videos that you want to share or anything like that, just chuck it on here. So it started off as that. Um, and then it just became the more people I would add to it, the more it became like a way of people just chatting, contacting each other through that. Um, I do do some group coaching now as well. I didn't do that as much when I first started the, the WhatsApp group. But I think it maybe just all came together quite nicely at the right time. Um at the gym that I coach people at, I can only coach four people at the same time as like the maximum amount in a group. Mm -hmm. So it is a bit tricky to get 
big groups of the community together, especially now that there are quite a lot of people within the community, um, which is why I find these events so important to do. So that's why I set up these Athena meets as well every, well, twice a year. I try and do them every six months um, so that they can work toward these events. And it's almost like a networking event at the same time and a social thing for them to do at the same time. So, so yeah, a bit of everything really. WhatsApp group, group coaching, Athena meets, it's all just kind of fostered that community yeah. spirit I guess That's cool and yeah. do you then see your community being a community online like on Instagram for example I know there's a lot of powerlifters are on Instagram do they yeah. all kind of shout each other out and yeah I think that's become quite a big thing yeah yeah, yeah. so definitely people tagging each other and stuff and even now so, so now that there are so many of them and and like I said the group sessions can be quite small when you walk into the gym at a certain time in the evening you will see Athena tops everywhere <laughs> like yes. they just go in and just train together which is fantastic because it's just grown authentically I didn't have to do anything I've just brought some people together and they all have the common goal of wanting to be fitter stronger healthier physically mentally whatever it is it makes them feel like they belong mm. and that's the most important thing yeah I, I find it interesting that you say that you didn't have to do anything because you've just told me about all kinds of things that you did do <laughs> And, and it's awesome that it feels so effortless for you to kind of build a community um, around a kind of shared interest and a, a kind of um, a vision or a purpose that you have for your business. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think I remember um, we did a little questionnaire before and you, I asked you, how do you find new clients? Yeah. And you said, oh, I don't find them. They find me. <laughs> I was like, I how love. do I write this no, down and it. not sound smug? No, no. This is a, we are, we are all on board with smugness here. I'm an incredibly <laughs> smug person. So you go right ahead. Uh, um, but do you see that that's because your, your current clients, your lifters mm. are such big fans of you that they just don't shut up about how great you are? <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, I really don't know. I think it's maybe because I feel like I'm very clear about what I do and what I don't do. So if somebody wants to run a, run a marathon, don't come to me. If you want to get strong, I'm your girl. And I think that's just people like that transparency. They're like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to Kim for. And I think because of that, I've got a very niche type of person or type of um, audience that find me because of that. And I also think there's not many female coaches in Edinburgh that do what I do. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so what does, you, you do post on Instagram a lot and you've got two different Instagram accounts. Yes. So you must be pretty keen on the Instagram. I do like to. the gram. I only have one. <laughs> I obviously need to up my game here and open a second Instagram account. Two is actually quite annoying though, because then I'm like, oh, did I write on that one or that one? And then if I post loads on one, I'm like, oh, am I neglecting the other one? Yeah. So I have tried to merge them together, but then the audiences are maybe a bit different on, on both of them So well. is one of them kind of more your personal lifting journey and yes. then the other one's much more focused on the business and the yes. community and your lifters? Yes. Yeah. That's correct. It's a good way of doing it, though, to, mm. to, so that you can talk about your stuff without feeling like you're overwhelming people who just care about the business and the community, as it were. True. And I yeah. also don't like when I'm talking about business... I don't like talking about me. I always talk about we because mm. it's not just me. I wouldn't be where I'm at without my lifters or without the people that are my clients. So there is no me, there's a we. Yeah. So I wouldn't like my personal, or sorry, my professional page to be 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply be just full of stuff of like oh here's me squatting again booty angles and all this. yeah <laughs> like i'd rather just leave that leave that to the other one to its own own space yeah, yeah i think yeah <laughs> that that's um uh, i encourage most business owners to have one account where they can share the more personal side and their pictures of their lattes and their cute kids and all the rest of it dogs and then uh, dogs dogs, yeah. uh, dogs can go on all the instagrams <laughs> put dogs wherever you like okay dogs not everywhere restricted. dogs are okay. very professional okay good. you can put them on your professional page good 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 even though my dog um was put in a post up yesterday about her eating my broccoli yeah she loves broccoli for some weird reason very professional yeah big fan (laughs) the podcast episode that went out this week had dogs as it's um i saw the picture picture. yes have to credit mark for that picture as well he took it ah amazing picture um jura his dog is one of the dogs in the picture when she was they were puppies though right yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's a really old photo right but i needed a picture of four dogs to illustrate the point yes um if you have not yet listened, listeners, to episode 21, then uh, that's the one with the dogs. They're Amazing. not in the episode. They're just <laughs> in the graphic on the Instagram. <laughs> Go and look at my Instagram. Um, shameless plug. Yes. Those cute dogs. Amazing dogs. I, I love dogs. Any dog. Yeah. Dogs are adorable. Were we talking about marketing? Yeah. Shall we go back to talking about marketing? Let's do that. Dogs cool. do help any, yeah. So you've got Instagram. <laughs> Is that the only channel you're using? Um, I use Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Um not so much as Instagram, I would say. I I do sometimes, you know, when you get the whole um, link to Facebook, mm-hmm. where you get that when you post something and it says post to Facebook as well. If it's relevant stuff, like competition stuff, I will, because there are some people um, that maybe go on Facebook more than Instagram. I don't think many, if we talk about like... Um, like ages like certain maybe like the the age range that's on Instagram um would be maybe like the majority of people that are my clients Mm -hmm. but I do feel like there are some maybe even a slightly older generation that still prefer Facebook so and also I've got a lot of friends and family in Holland um and some people in Spain because I used to live in different places um and I feel like they aren't as Instagrammy as we are in the UK don't know why maybe it's just something I've noticed but I feel like they were a bit more Facebooky so that's why I like to put stuff on there too okay and when you say you only put up stuff that's relevant mm-hmm. like the meats is there anything else that goes in that category of um relevance? anything lifter focus so now and then I'll put up posts about somebody hitting new pb like gym pbs um or new clients that have really improved their form um or sometimes like a 
like a form post, like something about like bracing in a squat or something so like, like that. So like instructional stuff? Yeah, like instructional stuff. Cool. Yeah. So the Facebook page is very business focused and yes. there's not your personal lifting journey is not on that one? No, no. I do have a personal Facebook page, but that's just me living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, every, you, you have to have a personal Facebook page in order to, well, a personal Facebook profile to have a to run one. a Facebook business page. Yeah, so that's correct. Everybody's yeah. got one. Mm-hmm. somewhere yes um and then are you on twitter no no tiktok no, no. linkedin i was gonna ask you about tiktok why is tiktok i love tiktok what the hell is it i'll do a whole podcast episode on tiktok okay especially for you kim okay amazing i mean it's already in the works but especially for you <laughs> um tiktok is a, a newer social media platform yeah um which uh, mostly young people um by which i mean high school students through to about the end of university mm-hmm. and um at, at this point not much older than that although i suspect that those users will grow up and stay on the platform okay um like our generation like facebook, did with instagram, instagram and facebook we didn't okay. grow out of them i no. mean we, we did grow out of facebook but only because our mums all went on facebook do you remember Bebo? I do remember Bebo. What the hell was that? Oh, I miss Bebo. <laughs> Loved Bebo. Um, so TikTok. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's mostly um, high school and university students um, and they record video clips um, often against shared sounds. So okay. someone will create a video clip with audio attached to it. Yeah. And then you can take that audio mm-hmm. and make a new video clip with the same audio. Okay. And so that it's it's incredibly like a viral sort of meme-based culture uh-huh. where um, people do little challenges that relate to specific sounds. That's so um, strange. It's, it's amazing. Okay. You, I downloaded TikTok <laughs> in just, just after Christmas mm-hmm. and I am obsessed with it. Okay, so it's um, addictive. It's it's quite addictive. Okay. But it's very, it's still quite wholesome. I mean, mm. like they're swearing and teens talking about sex and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's just all for each other. Okay. And so it just, uh, and none of it's like being horrible and none of it's talking about politics too much. And it's it's just, so it's just like teens being fun. teens. Yeah. Okay. It's, I, it, it's a happy place for me. Okay. I really, I really enjoy TikTok content. Um, so. See, the only place, well, the first thing that I heard about TikTok was, you know, Gary V. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Gary V was talking about TikTok and I'm like, oh, if Gary V's talking about it, it must be, uh, must be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very relevant if your audience is in that student, either high school student or university student age range. Okay. Um, if they're not, then you can skip it for now. Hmm. Um, I mean, you might want to get TikTok just to enjoy the memes, um, <laughs> but you don't need to be producing content for it. But I will okay. do. I will do a full podcast episode with a an explanation. Um, I'll be listening. Perhaps a better explanation than the one I gave you just now. But okay, um, Keith will be the judge of whether or not my explanation of TikTok makes sense. He gets to preview everything before it goes out into the public. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, so you're not on TikTok. No, uh, not on Twitter. Um, what was the other one you just mentioned? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn. You are on yes. LinkedIn. Um, Do you get a lot of clients through LinkedIn? No. I didn't think you would. <laughs> it's do all Instagram actually, and Facebook. Do you actually use LinkedIn or is it just sitting there? It's kind of just sitting there. I don't yeah. do much with it. Yeah. I did post the Athena film onto it. Um, this is after me not using it for like two years going, oh, maybe I should update that thing. So yeah, I've kind of just left it in the corner and I've been like, oh, I, I, I have one, but mm. I forgot I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have... Um, 
big visions of, I don't know, doing a TED talk or um, being queen of the world in one way or another. Because <laughs> LinkedIn can be quite mm. useful for that kind of bigger networking stuff. TED talk, I'm not going to say no to that. I'd love to do a TED talk. Potentially on there. Yeah. Let's put it out into the universe. I think can we, we should. manifest TED, TED, <laughs> TED talks? I can't even say it. Somebody told me that TED talk or TEDx or something was coming to Edinburgh. I know there's a TEDx Glasgow. Mm. I haven't heard anything about TEDx Edinburgh. Ah. I think it's probably because I'm not on Twitter enough. Ah. If I was on, I was in the Twitter community properly, then I'd probably, probably know about it. So what, what's Twitter really big on? I know it was like a, from what I understand, where celebrities basically just put little tweets up Mm -hmm. and then people can automatically respond to that straight away instead of it being like a big barrier between a celebrity and like the the common person. That's kind of what I thought it was all about. Yeah, certainly initially there was a lot of that. um, But now it's a platform that a lot of um, a lot of companies and businesses are using um, and people um, use their Twitter to kind of support their career and talk about their work. Mm. So it it's um it's a little bit like LinkedIn in that respect but then there's also lots of people using it more like we use Instagram um to post updates from their lives and things they find interesting and um yeah I was um doing some research for a client recently who's in construction Mm -hmm. and um Twitter is um one of the many channels that they use it's also the easiest place to find people complaining about the construction industry Really? And so, so it's a uh, how interesting. Beca- partly because of how easy it is to search content. Okay. So, like, people probably complain just as much on Facebook, but when you complain about something on your private Facebook page, I I can't search it in Facebook search and find okay. it. Whereas, if I'm doing research on behalf of a client, I can look and see what people are saying about them on Twitter just by searching the name of the business or the name of the project mm. that they're working on. Um, and the name of the city that they're doing it in. Is that hashtags as well? What people um, hashtag? In? Yeah, so um, if you use the hashtag or you tag the business mm. in your tweets, then that's a bit more direct. Okay. But people also talk about them without tagging them. Okay. Um, and you can still find it. You can, yeah. Um, I, I should say I'm not a Twitter expert. Instagram is really my area of expertise. Okay, okay. Um, but when when construction companies come knocking at your door asking you to do projects for them then you you test yourself <laughs> expand your skills fair um, enough i like that yeah no i'm looking looking forward to it mm. um, to the culmination of that project um yeah i i i sometimes i just i don't like the twitter community in the way that i really like the instagram community mm. um not not that i dislike them mm-hmm. i just it's like not knowing someone yeah um because yeah. you don't hang out with them that's yeah. how i feel about twitter <laughs> i'm like i'm sure everyone on there is lovely but i just i've, I've always just seen hang out. i always thought twitter was more of like a moany place and instagram is more of a Fun place. Yeah. <laughs> a happy place. Yeah. That's a better one. That's how I feel about it too, especially <laughs> after doing this research um, yeah. uh, this morning. But um, there are plenty of happy and positive people posting on Twitter as well. Like it's, okay. there's, there's a mix. You um, need to find them. Yeah. Follow the right people. Have to look a bit harder. Yeah. Um, so what's your favourite Instagram hashtag? Athena Army. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> That was too easy. That was very easy. Do you, do you, so you've got your own hashtags that you use. Do your clients use those as well? Yeah, they love the Athena Army one. Awesome. In fact, I think I just, one day I just put it in as a random hashtag. Yeah. And one of my clients picked up on it 
and she loved it and she wouldn't stop talking about it and then everyone it just became a thing so even just calling him Athena Army that wasn't necessarily me it just grew authentically because I just made a hashtag and thought oh that sounds that's a good ring to it and then people just latched onto it oh we Mm -hmm. love it Athena Army yes and I was like okay cool that's what it is sometimes all you need to do to really form a community is like give it a name yeah and then people really like identify with it yeah Mm. um when people name facebook groups Mm -hmm. they should think harder about what name is their community going to latch onto so like the athena army facebook group not that you have one but if you did Mm -hmm. that would be a really good name for it okay whereas like athena pt client Mm -hmm. chat much less yeah. engaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far less They're excited not gonna about joining that. that Facebook. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, exactly. you're right. Yeah, cool. Hmm. Um, in your last few years in business, what mm-hmm. would you say is the the most interesting or the most useful thing you've learned um, that you would like to share with our lovely listeners? There were three questions, weren't there, on yeah. the, or, or three it's answers right. that I gave. I, it's not a test. I do remember... Um, the useful thing that I wrote is the last one. Okay. But what was yeah, it? Yeah, we'll go with that one first. So this is just like a money thing. So the one thing I noticed, just because there are many PTs out there, many, many, many PTs out there, and um, again, don't know if I'm saying the right statistics here, but at least 80% of people that decide to become a PT fail within the first year and don't successfully run the business for longer than that. And I believe that one of the main reasons for that is that they don't, first of all, they maybe don't think it's that difficult running a business or maybe just not as passionate about it or something like that. And obviously, oversaturated market makes it a lot harder. Um, But also, a lot of people seem to not have any money for their taxes. And I don't know how the hell this happens, but that's 101 of running a business to me is making sure that you can do things properly and legally. Um, So before I started a business, one of my friends who's a client who owns a hairdressing salon um, told me a really useful tip and he basically just said everything that comes in put 20% away in a savings account it's not yours put it away that's your taxes and I've done that every day ever since and it's been the most useful thing when it comes to longevity I mean as a PC you're going to have times where you have more money coming in and less money coming in and I feel like I've always been quite good with money. I look at it and it's not mine. It's the business's money. I pay myself a wage out of that. Um, and I've never had any issues paying bills or having money for a rainy day. And I think that's been one of the most useful things. Yeah. Yeah. I um, went in to pay my tax and totally had forgotten that I'd saved my tax money for this year uh-huh. before the end of the tax year that I earned it in, as it were. Okay. Um, and was just, just absolutely thrilled to discover that I didn't have to scrape <laughs> it together. Of, and I, I, I think maybe I knew in the back of my mind that it was probably there somewhere, but I hadn't looked in that account since August. Yeah. Because I've changed from a sole trader business, mm-hmm. which is where the money was saved, to, to a limited. limited company. Cool. And obviously it was a sole trader business that me as a personal person who was liable for the tax as well so it was all just sat there waiting um and it was it was like so much easier past katie gave future katie a gift several thousand pounds yes future katie really appreciated it (laughs) it's honestly it's such a simple thing but it is it's one of the the things that has been so helpful Mm -hmm. um 
because you just want to make sure that you don't have to worry is another thing you don't have to worry about yeah. also getting an accountant is one of the most useful things because mm-hmm. i'm not going to sit there and spend hours doing the whole spreadsheet thing um when I can get somebody to easily do it for me. Yeah. And that's taken a lot of stress off as well. So Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um you have a podcast. I do have a podcast. You haven't mentioned it yet. Yeah. Tell us about your podcast. Um it's called The Muscle Think Tank. Cool. And it's a podcast of me and Steve from BioStrong. Um so Steve runs his own business. Strong. He's a personal trainer as well, out of the same gym, Alicia Medinburgh, that I work at. Um, and we started a podcast, I think it was maybe toward October, November last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all things gym related, really. So we talk from things like motivation to nutrition, um, to balance. We don't want to balance the other day. Not physical balance mental balance life balance okay. so, so not a standing on a grocery ball wobbling <laughs> no <laughs> however that could, could be another topic yeah <laughs> yeah so that's been quite it's been quite a fun project um i think because running a business alone can sometimes obviously i spend time with so many people every single day but the business side of it is quite a lonely place to be because i'm running it myself so it's quite nice to have projects like a podcast where i can just you know, chat to someone in the same um, profession and we just talk about all things gym related. And it's just nice and nice and light, something nice and fun to add to my week. So it's I really like enjoy doing having that. colleague lunch breaks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We yeah. just have a lunch break. We talk about relevant stuff, some not so relevant stuff, but fun stuff. Cool. Yeah. And is the audience for that podcast, is that just just people who go to the gym? Yeah, I think a lot of it's been his client base, my client base. Um, and then, yeah, people that just go to the gym. We've had some random people message us, like mainly on Instagram. So I think that's where mainly people find it. Um, and I think a lot of people are more into podcasts these days and yeah. just randomly on the bus or when whenever just listen to, oh, I might try this one. And I guess if they're into to gym stuff and it just so happens to take them to that on Instagram, they just give it a listen and then we've had some positive responses. So that's been pretty cool. Cool. Well, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Amazing. Thank you. Like muscle Think Tank. Yes, the Muscle Think cool. Tank. Mm-hmm. And then you shared your Instagram handles. Anywhere else we can come and find you? Um, Where's the cool video? The, the um, cool video. The mini film. So... The cool mini film is on my IGTV. Okay. Um, Links to the Athena underscore army underscore Edinburgh um, Instagram page. It's also on Vimeo. Okay. Um, I don't know the Vimeo link off part. But, but you, you can send me the Vimeo link. I can send you the Vimeo link. Yes. Perfect. perfect. So it's on that. Um, and then it's through Jodie Mann, her um, IGTV as well cool um and at some point i will find out how to link it to my website yes which is athenapersonaltraining.com so pretty pretty simple perfect cool well thank you so much for coming in today and having a chat with me thank you thank you for having me really enjoyed it i loved learning more about kim and the athena army and i hope you did too You can find all Kim's details and links to everything we talked about today in the show notes at thewhin.co slash podcast. This has been episode 24 of the Whin Big Podcast. Thanks for joining us.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.